nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast that reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 564, and it is your review of Boat People. And it is the nerd you're going to hear alongside my actual co-host of this show. That's right. He's back from uh, God knows where. Brad God knows is back. Where. Back to the future. Yeah. Brad is back, and uh, all is well, right? All I got to say is, sup, sup, everybody. Welcome to a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Monday. It is Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday. We're back on Mondays. On a Monday. On Monday. Yep. We're back on Mondays live for our patrons early before the public receives this episode on a Tuesday. But, of course, before we get into our continuation of On Way Month, as we celebrate Women's History Month that is going to bleed over into April, I want to ask, Brad, what's up? How are you doing, man? I'm back. Probably not better than ever, but hey, you know, you get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to go into full-blown stories because I got a lot of stories. Um, I'll save that for the live show. <laughs> yeah. Because there think- are bits and pieces I'm sure Raul wants to hear about. Especially especially some interactions at Disneyland, which uh, I don't know. I'm just not a big theme park person, I don't think. Especially when there's no roller coasters. Wait, you're telling me Disneyland doesn't have roller coasters? Disneyland has one roller coaster. Damn. Like, they got rides and shit. Bro, like, you should have just wrong. gone to Florida, bro. Like, well, there is, apparently there's one in California. It's Magic Mountain. That's where all the yeah. roller coasters are. So we went to the wrong place. Damn. That really sucks for your first time going to Disneyland. You didn't even get to do the roller coaster. I mean, I, mean, I rode like I rode basically all the rides I kind of wanted to. So yeah. like like okay, Star Wars Land, Bad pretty ass. cool, pretty cool. Um, and Rise of the Resistance, that ride's pretty awesome. But man, the lines ain't worth it. That shit ain't worth it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I got into a line, it just pissed me off more. Did you get to make your own lights here at least? Um, Brenda made a droid, and I was not waiting in that line or paying that much money for a lightsaber that I don't know what the fuck I was going to do with. Also, I didn't want to walk around the park with a lightsaber the whole goddamn time. True. This is true. Well, I mean, hey, man, somebody, one of us had to go visit uh, Galaxy's Edge, and I always wanted, yep. I I mean, it's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. You walk in there, and you're like, whoa. And then you see yeah. like the Millennium Falcon sitting there, like God damn, that's cool. But yeah. at at the same time, um, yeah, don't go in, don't go in fucking spring break. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good piece of advice, dude. Yeah, I need to talk to uh to my my planner there because uh they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when are you gonna go ahead and visit a uh, Super Mario Land now? So we went to Universal the first day. Yeah. We didn't know so. 
we didn't know you had to buy a separate pass to go in to Super Mario Land. Oh, damn. Yeah, because it's so new, you had to buy a separate pass. So here's the thing is, like, the park at Universal was sold out. We had got tickets a while ago, back. It was sold out. Mm-hmm. We went to parking. $70 in parking before we even hit the door. Jesus. Then, of course, you got to show your tickets. And then you go in there, and we ate at, like, Krusty Burger. Got a burger. Got a burger and got a Duff beer. All cold with mine and Brenda's meal. She had an alcoholic drink and, and a burger. As, or she had a, she had the hot dog. Um, it was 64 bucks. Jesus Christ. For all that. And no, in Universal like and in part. Disney, like, you watch all, like, I was watching TikToks. Don't get me wrong. You watch all these TikToks and these people going, "Oh, this is amazing food. Ah, this is a, this is great. You should try this." I tried all that shit. That shit was subpar. That shit was cafeteria food. I want my money back. <laughs> I w- I will tell you the best meals I had this this whole trip was when I left. <laughs> I went to El Centro, California. I went into a little Mexican hole in the wall. I walked in there. And I knew it was going to be great because it was all Mexican people. <laughs> and that's and it, and was, that's it was great. Yeah, it was great. Bar- it was great barbacoa. So and you it, said, it, "Damn, it, I really miss Raul." Yeah. Um. And then in in Maricopa, we went. We had to charge the car up at a uh, some some like uh outlet mall, and they had a food truck there, Mexican food truck. They had a had a had a uh, birria burrito. Oh my god. Shit fire <laughs> so yeah you just you got scammed at disneyland yeah. and yeah like it ain't worth it i mean there's not really a lot of rides um the harry potter ride was cool the the one yeah. where you like sit in like a coach thing and you get it throws you around that one was cool but you know it just it didn't seem worth it and um i will say anaheim though anaheim might be worth it to visit and just eat at and go look at places but not to go yeah land or universal well man i'm just glad you're back because i missed you and oh thank you you know fuck man i had nothing to do for two weeks well i mean i did have something to do you have shit to do you can find shit to do yeah i've I've been doing shit but like you know it's like damn bro it's around the time that i get on with brad like what the fuck man (laughs) but the difference is brad but upgrades his computer and his setup i just watched a lot of movies (laughs) Well, I mean, so I was I was kind of enjoying the little break, like like for for at least the past week, not not during when I was actually on vacation. Um, yeah. I visited with my aunts and stuff, but the minute I watched this movie, I was like, I really want to talk to Raul about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you would have been kind of mad if you weren't able to get on tonight, huh? Yeah, yeah, because like <laughs> this this movie yeah. deserves uh, to be talked about. Yeah. And well, that leads us perfectly into our review then. So, my friends, we are going to go ahead and talk about this film. So, if you have not watched Anyways, Bo People, it is available on Criterion Channel. So, you can go watch it there. And this is um, a reminder to you all that if you haven't watched it, you want to get out of here. If you do, if you have watched it or you just don't care about spoilers, you can go ahead and stay. Either way, how it goes, this is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is an effect. In a five, four, three, two. Oh crap, I had on the wrong profile. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. I was like, I'm never. It's okay. It was a pause. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if a... you've gone one and then hit it, you would have you got it. Well, if I would have hit one, this is what it would have looked like. Oh. I would have hit we, my we lights. dark. Going dark. Yeah. I would have hit my lights. Uh, well, Brad, I'm going to read the Wikipedia page, but I'm also going to read this really nicely written introduction from Criterion because they have a better introduction because what the hell, man? Like, this barely has any information here. Uh, Boat People and the literal translation of the Cantonese title is Into the Raging Sea is a Hong Kong film directed by Ang Wei, first shown in theaters in 1982. The film stars George Lam, Andy Lau, Cora Mayo. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. Uh, and Season Ma. And at the second Hong Kong Film Awards, both people won awards for Best Picture, Best Director, Best New Performer, Best Screenplay, and Best Art Direction. It was screened, it was also screened out of competition at the 1983 Cannes Film Festival. In 2005, the 24th Hong Kong Film Awards, both people was awards. Oh. It's just, it doesn't say what it won at that award. Like, was it a Lifetime Achievement Award or something? What, at the con? No, in 2005 at the 24th Hong Kong Film Awards. Both Low people was ranked eight. Ranked, oh, that's a comma, not a not a period. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Both people was ranked eighth in the last, in the list of 103 best Chinese language films in the past 100 years. You know, man, it's, it's been a while since I've had bread here. So, so you hear that sentence and you go, why haven't I heard of An Hui before? Yeah. Way. Remember, it's Way. On Way. Sorry. On Way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boat People was the last film in Way's Vietnamese tr- Vietnam trilogy. It recounts the plight of the Vietnamese people after the communist takeover following the fall of Saigon, ending the Vietnam War. Uh, also, apparently there was like, what's it called? The title's kind of misleading. Because this movie isn't actually about like the Vietnamese boat people who were like the people who you know were emigrating out of out of uh, Vietnam at this time. Instead, it's talking about the situations that led to them mm-hmm. leaving Vietnam. So it's like, but then again, I don't know how you market in the America into the raging sea without thinking it's going to be like some you yeah, know so, action film or something. Well, or or like the the Stephen King film about the actual raging sea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is the introduction for Criterion, y'all. <clears throat> One of the permanent, permanent works of the Hong Kong new wave, new wave. Both people is a shattering look at the circumstances that drove hundreds of thousands of Vietnamese refugees to flee their to flee their homeland in the wake of the Vietnam War. Told through images of haunting, unforgettable power. Three years after the communist takeover, a Japanese photojournalist, George Lam, Lam travels to Vietnam to document the country's seemingly triumphant rebirth. When he befriends a teenage girl, Susan Ma, and her destitute, destitute, destitute family, however, he begins to discover what the government doesn't want him to see. The brutal, often shocking reality of life in a country where political repression and property have forced many to resort to desperate measures in order to survive. Transcending polemic, renowned director Anway takes a deeply humanistic approach to a harrowing and urgent subject with searing contemporary resonance. 
on uh, what's criterion always has a f- way of making sure that you know these big words because trying to pronounce some of these words is a fucking challenge and a half. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta sound educated. Yeah, <laughs> more yeah. educated than us. More educated <laughs> than us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, if you wonder why I have so many cuts in my videos where I'm trying to pronounce the <laughs> the intros to these movies, uh, it's because I don't know how to pronounce some of these fucking words. I mean, I mean, I don't know how to pronounce many people's names, so there you go. Yeah. Brad, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to you, man. It's been a while since you've been here. What are your initial thoughts on Boat People? Boat People engrossed the hell out of me. I was just glued to this film the whole time. I was glued to this film. Um, I think it's amazing. I think for being an 82 film, it looks great. I, I, I'm guessing it had a restoration. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely had a restoration. Um, part of me hopes that uh, Vietnam kind of paid for part of this film, kind of like Russia did for Tarkovsky, just for, for you know, for shits and giggles, which probably didn't happen. But no. uh, <laughs> but um, I, the story just amazing. Um, and when when I texted you last night, I was like, this is like the 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 real live edition or real life edition of Grave of the Fireflies. It's that. It's that you know, just haunting in ways. Some of the imagery in this is just haunting, and um, it's just you, you know, you know. I think I gave the last film nine point five. This one's better. This one is above and beyond better, in my eyes. Oof, man, um, well, I mean, I, 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 you know, I already knew your thoughts because you texted me last night. But I mean, um, when I first heard about this movie, I thought I was under the impression it was a documentary. And see, um, see, that's what I went in going in there, and then I was watching. I'm like, this is no documentary. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, I, I, I swear, Brad, I thought it was a doc because people were like talking about this film when it was first announced for the, uh, for the collection when it was coming. They're like, oh, it's a doc, and I'm like, okay. Obviously, they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about because this no. isn't a doc at Definitely all. Not a documentary. Although, although I love how how you can't. So me and Ron were having this conversation yesterday because you know we we talk like that. Um, <laughs> uh but it it's based if this movie is based on interview she had with the people who lived this my god it was horrific in vietnam after the vietnamese war yeah man um yeah so i i read that she pretty much what's it called uh you know she approached the script by um by just interviewing a lot of people and it I mean, you know, I, I've so you know, I've I've seen the it's what's it called? I'm sorry here. I'm trying to grab my thoughts here, but like I've seen Come and See, Brad. Um, mm-hmm. Come and See is a very, very difficult film that I think that if you put it up to this, it's even more brutal than this movie. I, I don't disagree. And, and that movie, uh, when it premiered, somebody in the crowd got up and literally said it was worse than that. And that, and that, and if you have seen Come and See, it really makes you wonder, like, oh, my fucking God. Like, I can not even begin to imagine what the hell happened. But I I went into this film, and I've got to say, I was really amazed by what I watched on the screen. I mean, I, I don't think it's anywhere near being perfect, but I think that, you know, its faults are obviously, what's it called, uh, overshadowed by just the way that, that uh, Anway approaches the story because like at first it feels like a very like 
it it feels like a different movie, Brad, than than the next half of the film. Because oh, you're yeah. like, okay, yeah. like, you know, it's just oh, a yeah. photojournalist in, in Vietnam, and of course, and like, he's having a good old time. Yeah, yeah, They're all happy, smiling kids, and, and then and then, but it's like an onion. You just start peeling away, and you realize, you know, it's that's all just you know visuals. Be before you get into the actual like, oh, this is what's actually happening. And then, then you get into the whole, oh, people are being sent away to do landmine duty, which is terrifying. That whole part of the film terrified the shit out of me because I'm like, I'm about to watch one of these dudes get fucking blown up. Because, yeah. I mean, literally, they're like just poking in the ground with these steel rods. And it's just like, oh, dear God. It's just, and, and Wade doesn't, um, she, she doesn't like shy away. Oh, where are we? Hmm? But Rot Roll had to go. We need to edit. We'll quick we'll quick cut that. What's up, Red? We'll, we'll cut that part. What do you mean? Why why'd you so, stop? Where you gotta, cause, cause like I, I'm trying to state here, like like yeah. and Way doesn't shy away no, she from doesn't. anything. It's brutal. Like 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 when they mentioned the chicken farm. Like every time they hear a gunshot, they say, "Oh, chicken farm," and I'm like, "Oh, you're killing chickens with guns? All right." Yeah. And then you get there, and no, it's just soldiers who just randomly killed people. Yeah, um, and like I said at the beginning, it's like okay, it feels like it feels like a different film, and you're like, just something doesn't feel right here. And you know, of course, I will say that y'all, like you know, I I I will not pretend to know everything uh, about Vietnam so I you know I, I know you know everything basically until the the Americans leave yeah I because was, it's never really taught after that yeah which, which I'm is, not yeah which is great really for sure Anway yeah Anway's gone in the first one we watched was between you know the Japanese occupation of China which yeah. we never hear about and then this is Vietnam after the Vietnam War which we never heard about so she's literally touching on like stuff americans like never hear of yeah and you really do you know once the movie really starts to pick up you really feel that shift in the tone and things become more and more like harrowing as it goes um i i will also say yes they did a great job here with the um with the what's it called uh with the restoration here it's a 4k digital transfer so it looks really good and it really does bring out a lot of the good contrast in those like i really like every time he was like in a dark building you had those shadows covering his face like i was like oh mm -hmm. man that looks really good i think um, there was only one scene i think it was the girl's face at nighttime where it looked kind of rough but that was like it throughout yeah. the whole film yeah um but I mean, they did a pretty good job with the visual, what's it called, representation here, and like the way that they approach like cinematography and everything like that. Uh, but I mean, Brad, I mean, what's it called, the moment where the shift changes, like when that kid just picks up that grenade, and and you're like, oh fuck, and then you know, I'm expecting an off camera, you know, no, boom, no, and just her close up face. No, this kid went gone, like just just body body parts everywhere, and it's just like. Holy shit. And that's when I texted you. I'm like, oh, dear God. I just watched a kid get blown into this. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Which, 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 which that, that, I think that's the moment where I'm like, this is like Grave of the Fireflies depressing right here. <laughs> yeah, because then like, you know, of course the landmine stuff was like freaking, oh man, my anxiety was at all time high with that, man. And then, and then, so, so basically they focus on this 14 year old and her family. She has two brothers, a younger brother, and then I think they're both younger, but yeah. one's older than the other. The older one is the one who gets blown up. And then yeah. the mother, so the mother ends up going into prostitution to, you know, get food and stuff for her family because she's sick. Yeah. So she can't work. And just that, that ending scene where, you know, she's brought out and she's like, confess to your kids and your neighbors on what you are. And she's like, nope, dignity. And like, just stabbed herself in the neck with, with the iron hook. And, you know, I thought we were just going to get that. But then, and lingers on that for the whole falling with you know with the yeah metal, and it's just like oh dear and it's just it, it is it's a horrifying it, a lot of this film is yeah just man horrifying. and i mean that's that's the way the end kind of really creates this script that makes you like wonder like my god man if this is even anywhere being the real like adaptation and like a real like true to source of what these people went through it was fucking harrowing what was going on i mean because like you have them you know saying like oh okay yeah everything's great you know like oh we're in the nez like the new the new economic mm -hmm. zones are great and then he goes to the actual parts that aren't being fabricated and shows you that like people are being mistreated here they're being worked to death people are sleeping without any clothes on like in barracks and stuff like that like it's yeah. it's it's just it's, well, they're trying to hide gold and wounds like yeah. holy god yeah. And people are forced to like ravage dead bodies for 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 money and food because Gold the tank. government, you know, refuses to do anything for them. And it's like, god, man. Oh, the 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 scene with the orphans, like it was supposed to be like, uh, you know, one of those planned scenes and it just the orphans want to be held and it's just like, yeah. Oh, oh, we're getting we're getting a little little bit like that that outer shell is starting to crack. We're starting to see yeah what this place is actually like because that was the first hint of like oh like this this isn't all what that first 10 minutes of this film was of happy singing children yeah but then of course like you know even even you see like oh they're starting to catch up on the fact that this photographer is not sticking to the their plan he's not photographing what they want him to photograph and it's like oh they need to kill him and like it's it's crazy because like you see it like they kind of struggle with the decision of wanting to kill this man. But well, like well, they, they struggle with it because the man who was in charge appreciated the arts. I mean, he, he yeah. was definitely kind of cutthroat and all that, but he appreciated the arts to a point where he was letting him until that scene where he gets sent off to, they say, yeah, he's going to be captain of whatever land over there. And you're like, Oh, and then the way he's just getting carted off, you're like, this, this dude's probably getting killed. This dude's probably getting shot in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that he has to act like drunk. In the, like in yeah. French food too much. <laughs> yeah. And like, I love how he has to act drunk so that way he can, what's it called, stall for these guards. And like, the guards end up like still catching him. He's like, crap. And he, they shoot. Fuck, but man. You, you think, oh, he's, he's getting away. Like, they bought it. And then they just step out from behind that building and shoot that, that gas canister. And then the final just scenes of him, you know, you know, just engulfed in flames flailing around until he finally passes away. 
I mean, it, the, the the visuals, like, it definitely, like I said, Grave of the Fireflies-esque in that, you know, you watch the, the younger brother die and then you watch the older brother just waste away and you're like, God damn, this dude went through all this and, and he, he I, I, I mean, the boat captain was OG, though. Like, I'll give him that. He's like, oh, you ain't got diesel fuel. Fuck it. Get in. Yeah, man. At the end, I was like, I was glad that guy was like, fuck it. Just get in. Like, yeah, just, just, just hop in. Like, I'm... yeah. Um, but I'll have to also say, Brad, like, what, um, I did really like the, um, the, the, the use of color here. Like, they really, like, when they were inside those bars and stuff, man, that oh, stuff yeah. looked like that lighting was great. They did a great job there. Also, of course, kind of like separating the fact that like, look how like, these, what's it called? You know, higher class people like, oh, we're all good like this. Like we all live like this. Like, no. And then you go into like the rural areas where like, where what's it called? Where the people are actually living. The real people are actually living. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, they don't, they don't live like this guys. Like it's, this is like really messed up that they're fabricating things. And it reminded me a lot of like, there was a period on YouTube where like, a lot of YouTubers were getting like going to North Korea, mm-hmm. but they were like only allowed to film in a specific part of North Korea. Yeah, I was getting and, I was getting that feeling too from this. It's just like yeah, wow. yeah. It's, it's like it's insane. nothing is nothing is is like what they show you. You know, like there's oh, always, no, nothing nothing is allowed to exist unless they allow it to exist. Yeah, yeah, and. Like they said in the movie, they're like, we have to watch out for these photographs because it could tarnish like our country and like how we see ourselves and like. Well, I you know, would they... imagine so because he's literally taking like the first the first pictures he took where he got kicked in the face was a dude trying to outrun the police and then getting thrown off a building. Yeah, <laughs> and I felt like there. To be honest, I feel like there's where the major like sh- like one of the beginning of the shifts of tone starts because I was like, okay. Anwe did not cut from here. Like, she's watching as these people are bleeding. And, like, I was like, uh-oh. Like, I feel like she might be on to something else. Because I, I I thought when you texted me about the kid, I was like, does this happen, like, early in the film or something? Because, like, I it didn't. It, like, it happens more to, like, towards the middle. And I'm like, yeah, holy halfway. shit, man. Like, yeah, you know, like, like, that point on, it just keeps going. But yeah. also, also, she has these subtle moments that tells the tale also of just you know how very depressing vietnam was after the vietnam war for yeah. its citizens the, the the so in the beginning they have this old man with boots and he's yeah. like like i killed this gi i got these boots i want to be buried with it and then further in the film you find out the old man died and they just took his boots they didn't bury him yeah. with it yeah it's like in, in the end they don't give a shit about the people who no deserve. subtle very oh. subtle like things like that and then you have like the very not subtle things of like the kid being blown up uh, at the end, him being caught on fire, the the mother being brought in, killing herself, and it's just yeah. like I'm just yeah. it's fine. Oh, you're good. It's like also like you know callbacks to you know the monk, the monk who would set himself on fire, right, in uh, in the streets. Oh, and... that, the 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 one that was heart wrenching was when he's swimming to the boat, and he makes oh, it yeah. to the boat, and you're like. He's going to get it. And then the lights cut on the the, the, the government's boats there and they just fucking launch AK-47 rounds right yeah. into everyone. I did see that there was one guy who got off that ship. What's it called? Jumped and, and, and swam. Don't know if that guy got got. But, but... Did you, no- but you noticed he was probably swimming back to the prison 
And that dude had cocked his gun. So that dude knew. That dude yeah. knew because he was going to kill anyone who made it back to the island. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was, man, that was rough. But, um, I, I think this film is, 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 I mean, it's incredible. It's great. Great film. Uh, I don't think it's perfect. I think that, you know, there's, there's stuff that I was like, okay, like this movie for like for an hour and 40, 46 minutes that it's long. I was like, okay, we might be going a little too slow here, but I know that this film, you know, it's, it's more special than it deserves. And it's a movie that to me, I think that if you have a permission slip from a parent, I think that you should be shown this movie in high school. Um, just like the way I think that kids in high school should watch, uh, come and see if they have a permission slip from a parent to be able to watch it. But, you know, these are the things that are really important to teach. And it's like why movies are really important because they remind you about things and teach you about things that you might've not known about. So, Brad, what is your final? You don't get taught any of that. Yep. (laughs) What's your final verdict, Brad? This movie is going to haunt me probably for years to come. I think it's incredible. I liked it better than the last one, which I gave a nine and a half. So I got to give this one a 10. All right. Brad's giving it a full 10, man. Uh, I cannot remember what I gave the last film, but um, I think what's up? I think it's seven or eight. I think it was like an eight, right? Yeah, yeah I think it was eight. well, I like this one better than last week's, uh, but that's not to say that last week's was bad. I thought last no, week was week's damn was good. good. Yeah, so far she's two, two, two for. This has been a good two. month. I'm, I'm impressed for us going blind into this and just being like, yeah, this director. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give Onways both people a nine out of ten, y'all. It's a damn good movie, and I'm really excited to see what else uh, she brings to the table, man. I. I'm very excited to see what we are going to talk about when it comes to A Simple Life. Yeah, A Simple Life is the next one. Um, I hope that if we can get access to more of her films, we can actually do another month because I do want to see what's left of this uh, of this trilogy of, of uh, Vietnam films Vietnam, that she's talking yeah. about. Especially yeah. if this was the last one. I'd like to know what the previous two were. Yeah. It looks like one of the people that was involved in the last one actually returned in this movie. So I don't know, man. I mean, what's it called? She she has a pretty extensive filmography, but it's about accessing it. That's the problem. You know, it's kind of difficult to find these movies, but we will be discussing a simple life next week as we continue on. We'll see what we can do on Thursday. We might just have to start knocking out some of these mini pods, though. You know, but, um, all I know is that Luis and I will be recording a review of Dungeons and Dragons later in the week, and that'll be up on Monday next week. Um so if you're listening to this right now, make sure you check out Lisa and I's review of John Wick Chapter 4. It's up on the YouTube already, so check that out. But we want to thank you all so much for joining this review of Bo People. And, of course, we want you all to check us out on all social media platforms, like our website, thenerdcore.com, Twitter at thenerdcore underscore, Instagram at thenerdcore, patreon.com slash thenerdcore, so you can get this episode early and live for just $1 a month. Plus, if you want to come and talk to us about this movie, because you probably have already seen it, check out our Discord. It's in the link. In, it's linked in the description of both the audio and video version. But speaking about the video and audio versions, if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a like on this video. Please subscribe and hit that notification bell so you don't miss a single piece of content that drops on the channel. We would appreciate it a lot. Plus, tell us in the comments if you like Bo People. Do you own the Criterion version? It would be nice to find out. 
about uh, some of the special features that are in that version. Also, if you're listening to us on the audio side of things, leave a five-star review on app on the app that lets you do that. So I know that you can do that on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. So it would be much appreciated, my friends. We also want to thank our wonderful Patreon supporters because without them, this is not possible. Brad, you want to let them know about our wonderful producer, Shane? Uh, you can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at thriftedil or go buy something from the Suppy God at prisoncityvintage.com. See, I've been gone for two weeks. I still can do it. That's right. <laughs> Chris Hill, Illinois for the store in in person. Shout out to Shane. I hear he, he they put in an offer on a house. That man is doing big things. And a new store. And a new store. Yep. He's moving locations, bro. Man, I need yep. to, we need to we need to bring back a shirt company. So he can sell it in a store. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so uh my friends, I hope that y'all had a wonderful time. And I want to thank Brad for being back on with me. Uh, even though I left him for a minute to open the door for a dog who would not stop knocking on my door. But uh it's okay. I mean, literally just like knock, knock, knock. Yeah, she just goes, mm, mm. mm, mm. I'm like, damn, damn fool. dog. But with that said, bro, let's go ahead and get out of here. Brad, please send them out. All right, Raul. Thank you, mean host, as always. Thank you to all those who listen to us in the future. Thank you to all our listeners out there, all our patron supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And um, I guess to end this episode, I'll say educate yourself before they make it illegal. Young Yoda out. <laughs>